This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts. Hi, I'm Kelly Betts. Welcome to the podcast. I love this, Kelly Betts. Yeah, Kelly Betts, isn't it? I love it. I love, I love BBC introducing and unsigned bands. Yeah. Once they start getting picked up, they won't talk to us anymore, but that's okay. I like them before they were famous. I've got their first album on cassette. Because I know all about music and that. I am putting together the podcast. And probably having a wee at the moment upstairs. I'm having a wee. I'm Kelly Betts. And this is the podcast. Yeah, chew on this. <laughs> she says stuff like that, doesn't she? Doesn't she just? I mean, it's so... She's it's... quite rude, but she gets away with it because she talks like that. But she's actually... She's older than both of us. Yeah. She's 43 years old. She's also a filth bag. Yeah, well, that, I think that's quite uh, quite obvious. Mm. Anyway, welcome to welcome to the podcast. I thought this bit was quite charming. It's kind of that Monday morning feeling, isn't it? Really, where we're kind of just easing ourselves. Do you know what I mean, Kelly? It it feels like a proper Monday. Primarily, I would imagine because it is a proper Monday. It is a Monday. It is definitely a Monday, and it just feels like we're kind of easing ourselves into the week, doesn't it? That's sometimes a nice thing to do. It's, It's sometimes you can't fight it. Sometimes you just have to go with it. Yep. Well, thanks for that. No, thanks. No, not many people talk to me, so it's uh, nice that you... I mean, I know you're contractually obliged to, but I I still appreciate it. Well, sometimes when I do talk to you, I get the feeling that you're not really... So, 08459 455 555. Another person who's contractually obliged to talk to me is... um, um, A... Ah! Oh! 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 Mm. Oh! It's written on the paper. Catherine Boyle. Yes. Thanks for joining me in the studio. Now, we're going to look at the papers in a little bit. Ready? Yeah. Morning, this is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Catherine Boyle has uh, joined me in my studio... Yes. Um, and we are now going to look through the newspapers, so you don't have to. But you might like to. Yeah. Although there's not a lot in them today. By the way, the front page of The Sun, uh, they have an exclusive. I... Inside Islamic State terror camps. So terrifying things happen there, right? Including birds beheaded for kill practice. Now, I would say in the great scheme of things, considering just how naughty Islamic State are and how thoroughly unpleasant, them beheading birds... And then the second thing that happens, non-Muslim women are raped. Oh, I saw Priorities. Let's get those, uh, that list again. According to Importance on the Sun, birds beheaded for kill practice, non-Muslim women are raped. There we go, you see. Well, Crikey. Done. well done, guys. Only thoroughly unpleasant. Um... Oh, here we go. Hunt. Hunt after leg found. Now, how does this happen, right? A major police search got underway yesterday after a dog walker stumbled across a human leg. Oh. Officers don't know how long the limb had been behind Healy Conservative Club in Rochdale or if it's from a man or a woman. Inquiries are ongoing to try to establish to whom the leg belongs. Excellent sentence. I like the word whom. Don't quite know when to use it. I'm assuming they've used it correctly there. How can, a, how can you lose a leg? How can a leg be found and no one's gone, 
You know, no one's reported it missing. No. Surely the first port of call will be the local hospital. Has someone come in minus leg? Yeah. You'd notice. You would notice that, wouldn't you? Mm. And you, you, you yourself would notice yeah, if you say. were a leg down. Yeah. If you had one leg too few. 08459 four double five five zero five. We can link up the owner with the, uh, the leg there. Course, Went out we... to the Conservative Club, came back. Yeah. One of course, it, it could be actually quite a, a macabre yeah, it could be, scenario that's it, unfolded there. Yeah, so, they, there um, could be more to be found. Yeah. What you got, Catherine? Teachers are wasting valuable lesson time dealing with pupils playing with their mobile phones. A report has found... A report was commissioned into this. Now, I could have guessed this. Why are kids allowed to take mobile phones to school? I don't think they are, but I think, like you and like many of the population, they like a fiddle... With a mobile phone under the desk when they're not supposed to have it. Uh, there are also children swinging on chairs, making silly comments to get attention and passing notes. That's school! Yeah, That's and, just school! And in our case, work. No, but I, I bet you are allowed to take mobile phones into school. They should have... Parents um, will complain if they don't because they can't keep tabs on their can't children. Can't keep tabs on my little boy. I can't know what he's up to in maths. Well, forget that. In fact, one of the local schools where I live, um, the middle school... The children have been told they should have a mobile phone in their bags because they're supposed no. to be walking to and from school by no, themselves. No, ridiculous. Kids should not get a mobile phone until, what, they're 17? Till they can pay for it themselves. I, um, I bet teachers... Can we get a teacher on the line, please? Uh, because I bet they're not allowed to confiscate things anymore. Yeah, of course they are. I bet they're not. Because kids have got rights these days. Europe has probably empowered children so much that if, I, if a teacher were to confiscate, I don't know, uh, a mobile phone or a catapult, that um, they would sue them. They would sue their asses off. Are you chewing? I bet they're not allowed to do that anymore. Yeah? Yeah, I am. It's my human right. Yeah. But, but yeah, anyway. Share it with the class. No, I don't have to. It kills. You're right. Right? Hello. Yeah. Do you, want to, do you want to hear a story? Yeah, OK, please. Come again? Yes, please. Oh, no, uh, not that story. Can I, I can read this story, can't I? It's the headline. <sighs> can I read this story? Well, I know you're going to. Dale, 37, suffers from 100 orgasms a day. Suffers. After slipping his disc. Disc. Desperate Dale Decker. Decker. Desperate Dale Decker has 100 orgasms each day, but does not enjoy a single one of them. The dad developed persistent genital arousal syndrome, Ooh. PJAS, of course, two years ago when he slipped a disc in his back. It sounds like a nightmare journey to the hospital. Listen to this. It sounds <laughs> awful. On his way to the hospital, he had five orgasms and has been given no respite from them since. Do they just happen then? So he's doing the washing up. Yes. And it's like, ooh. The painful pelvic episodes have left him housebound and isolated through fear of suffering a shuddering orgasm in public. Oh. Yeah, because people wouldn't like that. Dale, 37, has become the first victim of the condition to speak publicly. He said, and I quote... I don't know if this has actually happened or if this is his, his nightmare scenario, OK, but this is what he says... Imagine being at your father's funeral beside his casket and you have nine orgasms. That's an extreme scenario. Just imagine that, guys. 
I mean, that would be awful. Having be, having stood next to my father's casket at a funeral, I can think of nothing worse than than actually. Um... Do you think he gets used to it though? Well, uh, doesn't sound very happy about it. He doesn't sound very happy about it at all. He he continues. If you're in public, if you're in front of your kids, it's disgusting and it can break you real fast. I was in line at the grocery store once, and as I got to the front, I dropped to my knees and had an orgasm. Oh gosh. Maybe bring me sunshine, not the uh, proper music. Despite Dale's condition, the couple rarely have sex. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, 100 of those bad boys a day. Gosh, I'm lucky. No. Anyway, moving swiftly on. Catherine. Rihanna's nude photos hacked. What? (laughs) Yes, she sometimes gets naked in private. That's the shocker. Rihanna and Kim Kardashian are believed to be the latest victims of hackers who've stolen nude celebrity photos and posted them online. Unbelievable. Now, mm, is there any bit of those women we haven't seen yet? Yeah, there's that bit. There, probably that bit. I've seen that. I doubt they're doing that. Why, don't Why are they putting these things in the cloud anyway? Those women have always got their kits off. Mm. So what's the point about them? Do you know what the shocker would be? Yeah. Rihanna and Kim Kardashian are believed to be the latest victims of hackers who have stolen clothed celebrity photos. <laughs> I knew where you were going. Online. It was still wonderful. <laughs> Reading the script now that she's written, goodness knows where she is. There's some quite shocking audio coming up. Very shocking, actually. Very, very shocking. Very, very shocking. shocking. Very shocking. I was shocked. And so will you be. Now. Justin. Yes, but We thought today we'd have a bit of this. Oh, yeah. All the ladies in the house. The ladies, the ladies. The Ladies Perspective with Ian Lee across Beds, Hearts yeah. and Bucks. Yeah. We're, we're, the, ladies, the Ladies, the Ladies. The Ladies, the Ladies. The Ladies, the Ladies. The Ladies. He's finished. So, on the Ladies Perspective today, you up for it? Yeah, yeah, well up for it. Go, Catherine, you, you explain, oh, you've got it there, you explain this story. That, this is uh, according to the Daily Mail today. Women spend ten years, e- ten days a year yeah. in a grumpy mood. Only ten? Yeah, you go, but men say it seems rather more than that. <laughs> if the woman in your life seems a little cross this morning, don't despair. Or ask her if she's all right, maybe she's miserable living with you. Only nine more miserable days to go. It's just a way of ignoring women's feelings, this study. No, it's not. According to a study, the average woman spends the equivalent of ten days every year in a bad mood. Feeling fat, money worries, partners who don't listen, there we go, and bad weather were among the most common triggers. Other key problems included feeling undervalued and having too much to do. Right. So, Justin. Yeah. Women spending ten days a year in a grumpy mood. Can you take that to the streets? Yeah, but it's wrong anyway. What? Well, we all know it's not ten days. Go on. Probably more like, I don't know, what, six months of the year? Six months? Yeah. How many days are there in a year, Just? Um, I don't know. You tell me. Sorry? I don't know. Days in a year? Hundred? No. <laughs> Try three hundred and... No, don't, don't, don't tell him. I tell you what, Justin. Four hundred? Oh. It's closer. Three hundred and fifty-something? I tell you what, Justin. Yes, boss. Let's do two voxes today. Yep. One is, do women spend ten days a year in a grumpy mood? Mm-hmm. And the other is, ask people how many days there are in the year. Yeah, no worries. No worries. Yeah. We all done? Yeah. Lovely. BBC introducing... BBC introducing... BBC introducing across beds, hearts and bucks. This Thursday is BBC Introducing Day here on BBC Three Counties Radio. Three counties radio. And to mark the occasion, we'll bring you the best local unsigned music throughout the day. What you waiting for? No, what you waiting for? 
like George Ezra, Indy and the Vegas, Natasha North, Jack Garrett, James Bay, and Annie Eve. From three, Roberto will be live from the Horn in St Albans to celebrate 40 years of this amazing live music venue. Before we lose our minds, have I been holding on too strong? BBC introducing Sam. Thursday here on BBC Three Counts. So, Roberto, interesting. Okay, so the BBC introducing day on Thursday, great, great thing, mm. right? We got a band coming in, I hope, mm. which is great. Mm. Roberto got the horn, did he? He got, the, he, he's doing his show from the horn. Yes. I wanted the horn. On a Thursday? Yes! Stop talking crazy. Oh, yeah. I wanted the horn and Roberto's got the horn. Yeah, well, you can do it in your own time. Oh, man, alive! Um, oh, then I've got to do this. Hang on. Guys, do you remember I can do this. Oh. I want that. Yeah. Bad boy. And I'll move that over there. This is good. This is good stuff. Well, you're listening to the Ian Lee BBC Three Counties podcast. Hey, um, Catherine. Yeah. And Kelly. Yeah. Do you remember when um, Justin said this? How many days are there in a year, Just? Um, I don't know. You tell me. Sorry? I don't know. Days in a year. 100? No. (laughs) That actually went out on the radio. Yeah, he said that with his mouth. Isn't that shocking audio? I know there's a shocking audio in the week of um, uh, David Cameron um, saying that he'd, he'd, he'd pretty much got it on with the Queen over the telephone. She purred. That audio, the JD Days in a Year audio, is even more shocking. Well, anyway, later on, he, he came up with this completely awful lie about why he'd said it. The reason we're talking dent- dentistry, Justin, mm. is partly to, um, to stop you feeling embarrassed about not knowing how many days there are in the year. Did you really fall for that? Oh, mate. You did, didn't you? You mm. fell for it. Oh, the old, I was pretending to be a dunce routine, huh? Boss, then listen, an hour you... later, you, you've come back because you've Googled it. <laughs> I want to check your uh, web history on your portable telephone. Listen, you can check it. If you ask me a silly question, you're going to get a silly answer. How many days are there in the year? Well, it depends which year. This year? Uh, this year, 365. OK. OK? OK. We OK? Can we get, um, can we get, Catherine, mm. the audio mm. of about five minutes to seven where Justin didn't know the days of the year? What, is he denying this now? He's saying, go on, Justin, you say it to Catherine. Oh, you asked me a silly question, so I gave you a silly answer. If I asked you a silly question, boss, you give me a silly answer, correct? Is that not correct? Not psychology? Made... Yes. No, not, right. not, not yes. psychology. Not if it made it look... <laughs> Kelly, can we get that audio from about 5 to? She's on it now. Get it now. We'll, fi- we'll find it, Just. Mm-hmm. And we'll play it, and we'll let the listeners decide whether you were um, playing or being uh, a dum-dum. Yeah, OK. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, that? Yeah, 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 fine. Yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Right, fine. Mm. I'm glad there's no tension here. No, no, no. tension here. No. Mm. But we forgave him for being a plum when he did... Um, well, he went above and beyond the call of duty... He got a bloke to pull a tooth out of his mouth. Oh, yeah. That, that was horrible. That actually made you wretch. Yeah. In fact, thinking about it now is making me feel a bit... Is that thing, isn't there, when you're um, sick but you're beyond sick... Yeah. ...and there's nothing coming out... Dry heaves. Bile. What's oh, bile? Yeah. It's like um, yellow water. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Anyway, here's a man pulling his tooth out live on air. This is quite shocking. It's um, quite disturbing. Um, As you mentioned, I turned up 
in St Albans at the market on Saturday. Let's just play the disclaimer part oh. of this first of all. Um, here's what happened when I turned up on Saturday afternoon. Well, Stuart, we're, uh, we're back on the market with you. How are you feeling today? Uh, I see the tooth is still in there. Just. <laughs> Giving you a lot of grief, is it? It is, actually, yeah. That's why it's going. So, before we do this, can we just confirm again that, that we haven't forced you into this? You are doing this because you want to do it? Well, it's got to come out, so if you want it out, you can have it out. How do you warm up for something like this? Normally, I'm drunk when I do it. Right, so this time you're not, clearly. No. <laughs> so it could hurt. Right, I'll let you gather your thoughts, and then we'll get the mic turned back on, and then the tooth is coming out. Yep, right up. Well, well done, Justin. I think we're covered legally. Now, mm, ju mm. just to, to, um, to flag up, there is video and photographic evidence of this yep. that you have neglected to send to Kelly Betts, who would have been able to put it on the, uh, Facebook and Twitter. Yep. I'm assuming you'll be correcting that immediately after this, phone, th th this uh, chat? Yep. Excellent. What happened? So, five minutes later, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, a crowd kind of gathered yeah. because uh, obviously it's quite unusual to see somebody parading up and down St Albans Market with a microphone. We then told them what was going to happen yes. and everybody walked away oh. and quickly. Yeah. Um, this was the moment that Stuart went through with what he was going to do by pulling out his ninth tooth. Um, take a listen to this. It is quite disturbing, but again, Stuart does not believe in dentists and he can't afford a dentist. This is what happened. So, Stuart, we're now good to go. Tell us what you're doing right now. Wiggling it. <laughs> That's so loose, isn't it? Yeah, ain't quite loose enough, though. Right, OK. What are you doing now? Talk us through it. I'm going to pull it out, I hope. <sighs> Oh, I can, I can hear the noise. Give me a minute. Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness me. You want it? That is quite disgusting. You, you pulled your, your tooth out and you put it on the table for us. There you go, look. I think you need a tissue, don't you? Nah. I'll show you what I'll do. You're now going into your bag. What's in your bag here? Mouthwash. That's not mouthwash. Mm. Is that vodka? Mm-hmm. Mm. Seriously, describe the pain of what you've just done, because I've never, ever seen anything like that in my life. It at first. Once it's out, it's lovely. You feel refreshed? Yes. You feel like a new man? Well, now I'll be able to chomp on something, because before it was like having a marble in your mouth kept rolling about. Now okay. it's gone, it's gone. You can get on with your day. I want to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Donate it for charity. Yeah. Uh, you're an interesting guy. Thank you very much indeed for your time. I never thought you'd go through with that. Well, we'll take a photograph of it and uh, we'll put that on our Facebook page so people can see you and your tooth. Can you, can you get that tooth away from me, though? Is that OK? <laughs> <laughs> you're a nutter. Thank you very much. Right on, mate. Well, uh, <laughs> oh, dear. Good it for was him. Vile, vile. I have to say, Ian, I've never seen anything like that before in my life. The video for that, should you want to dry heave at home in front of your computer, and who doesn't, <laughs> is on the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash BBC3CR. I've got a friend who will actually um, retch if you mention old lady's hair. Really? Yeah. All you have to say is that. She imagines it. Well, to keeping up the retching uh, theme, here's Kelly Betts making a noise watching that video. <laughs> <laughs> are you actually are you it's actually sticking up? It's disgusting. What 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 is? The video of the man pulling out his teeth. My eyes are watering.
You were, you were properly gagging now. I was no. praying that Sarah would finish the weather quickly so we could come to and hear you uh, retch. Thanks. You couldn't watch the video, No, it was disgusting. It's nature at its finest. <laughs> it really is It's an old man yanking a tooth out in a marketplace. Seriously, we could sell that and make a fortune. Uh, should I put it on Facebook? Oh, yeah. With a warning. Yeah, put it on... Uh, put it on... Um, uh, toothbook. <laughs> put it on... Pull it out your Facebook. Oh, that one's better than mine. Yeah, a bit better. And that noise again. I quite like old ladies' hair. Really? Yeah. What's with the blue rinse? What's that all about? Why not? I'm Kelly Betts, and I know it on signed bands. And if there's a band that hasn't got a recording contract, I will champion them. Hey. Hi, how's it going? Fine. Wicked. What have you been up to? Nothing. Can I tell you about introducing? No. Uh, I really like it when yeah. bands don't have a contract so that I can champion them. How do you champion them? Just sort of go, come on! Come on, you can do it. More like cheerleading. Get that label in the net. Anyway, it's quite a Justin-themed podcast this week. In fact, I'd say there's too much Justin in the podcast this week, but that's the deal we have to make with the bosses. He's taken more stories to the streets than... Um, Mike Skinner. Oh. Hey, hey. We should rename this the Plumcast. Oh. Anyway, let's have a listen to this. Justin. Yeah. We were talking earlier about grumpy women. Hmm. Explain. Uh, yeah, according to the Daily Mail today... <laughs> oh, the ladies in the house. The ladies, the ladies... The Ladies' Perspective with Ian Lee across beds, hearts and bucks. The ladies, the ladies, the ladies, the ladies, the ladies, the ladies. ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, in the Daily Mail today, um, it suggests, according to a new scientific report, that uh, ladies are in a bad mood for only 10 days a year. Now, Ian, when we came up with this feature, the Ladies' Perspective, we wanted honesty on the streets. <laughs> Beds aren't some ladies bucks. The, the ladies, the ladies. The ladies' perspective with Ian Lee across Beds, Hearts and Bucks. The ladies, the ladies. The ladies, the ladies. The ladies, the ladies. Uh, so, I've been dealing in honesty this morning on the streets. Been asking ladies about... <laughs> The Ladies' Perspective with Ian Lee across Beds, Hearts and Bucks. The Ladies, the Ladies, the Ladies, the Ladies, the Ladies, the Ladies. Uh. <laughs> um, I'm not going to mention the L word, so, um, because every time I do, you play that. Um... <laughs> All the ladies in the house. Uh. Who? The Ladies, the Ladies. The Ladies' Perspective with Ian Lee across beds, hearts and bucks. The ladies, the ladies. Thank you, Peter. Thank you. Can I start now? The ladies, the ladies. (laughs) I've been talking to chicks on the street about how often they get into a bad mood. And it's uh, refreshingly honest, this piece, which, of course, is exactly what we're looking for. Boss, here's what happened. Madam, can I ask you um, what puts you in a bad mood? Um, public transport, pretty much every day. Yeah. Anything else? Um, not getting enough sleep. <laughs> Many of my work colleagues. Uh, Monday mornings, mainly. 
Would you say that you're in a bad mood for more than 10 days a year? Pretty much in a bad mood from Monday to Friday. Wow. Because a lot of ladies may say, oh no, I'm not in a bad mood, I'm never in a bad mood. They're talking rubbish, aren't they? Probably, yeah. I'm just a bit more honest than I think a lot of people are. Thank you very much indeed. Great to have you on board on the uh, ladies' perspective. Take care. Thank you. From Ian Lee's show, what puts you in a bad mood? I'm not in a bad mood. No, no, I'm not saying you are, but um, what puts you in a bad mood? I never get in a bad mood. So I'm going to get your word on this. How often do you come into contact with ladies who are in a bad mood? Uh, every day in my life, yeah. And you just got to cheer them up. That's all you can do. Give them a smile, give them a joke, give them something to make them laugh. Why do you think they're so miserable? Um, I don't know. I think ladies take on kind of like consciousness that you don't need to take on, you know? So just Such let them go. Tidiness of the house, state of the car, who knows? All kinds of things. Watching football, yeah, yeah things that really don't matter. You just let go of your head and just yeah. go on with your happy life. Just chill. Enjoy yeah. life. Exactly. Yeah. Great yeah. tip. Thanks very much. All right, no problem. Man. Sure, the ladies will appreciate that. Take care. Madam, do you spend more than 10 days a year in a bad mood? No. Come on, be honest. What winds you up? Probably the kids, probably going to work, husbands. <laughs> um, paying the bills, mortgage and things like that. Yeah. Stress. I mean, judging from, from what you're saying there, I'd say you're probably in a bad mood for probably, what, 11 months of the year? Well, yeah, average, yeah. And women are in general, really, aren't they? Well, yeah, they're more than men. Yeah, I think women get more angry than more than men. Do you know what I like about this feature, the ladies' perspective? When we go onto the streets and, and we talk to people like yourself, we get an honest perspective as well, don't we? Yeah, yeah. And that's great, isn't it? Well, yeah, sometimes people don't open their feelings and spot it inside them. The next minute you snap and you go off one. So your message to anybody who gets stopped on the street for the ladies' perspective across beds, hearts and bucks is just be honest, just open up and, and just be yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah, there's people should open up. And be honest, but sometimes people don't. Sometimes people don't be honest. Yeah. Ooh, all the ladies in the house. <laughs> the ladies, the ladies. <laughs> the ladies, the ladies. The ladies' perspective with Ian Lee across beds, hearts, and bucks. The ladies, the ladies. The ladies, the ladies. The ladies, the ladies. The ladies, the ladies. <laughs> I'm not in a bad mood. Okay, so Justin, mm. excellent stuff there. Thank you. How many months are there in a year? Uh, there are, let me think, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, uh, twelve. Okay, okay. Okay, just checking. Okay. Yeah. How many hours in the day? Um, two, three, four. Well, I have probably, what, two days in a day, um, but it's still 24 hours in a day. Okay. Okay. Anything else? Days in a week? Uh, that we want to do three times. Um, I know the Fab Four said eight, but so uh, it's actually seven. When's the next drop here? Um, oh, one, two, three, four, four, um, eight years. <laughs> <laughs> Taking it to the streets with J Dog. My, um, um, are you in a bad mood? I'm not in a bad mood. All right, just checking. My friend Simon, who listens to the podcast, sent me a text saying, why is Peter Andre doing your jingles? I had to reply, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) 
I have literally no idea, Simon. And the pale creams, and I think it does have a very serene, gentle feeling. The Music in Bloom Festival is taking place, and on Friday, I'll be live from the heart of it. I'll check out all the flowers and find out how they can reflect different types of music. Plus, I hear from the local musicians who are accompanying the festival and speak to the organisers. Nick Coffer. Live from Music in Bloom at St Albans Cathedral, Friday from midday, here on BBC Three Counties Radio. You know... You know flowers? Yes. I'm I don't aware re- of them. I don't really get them. Why? Well, they're such a faff. Can you get your son? Sorry? I can get your son. No, no. <clears throat> I don't... I mean, I, 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 I do get them sometimes, but I don't get them. They're such a faff. When you get sent flowers... Right. You've got to take them out. You've got to be in. Yeah. You've got to open the door. You've got to take them out of the cellophane. That's a mess. You've got to take the elastic bands off them. You've got to cut them to fit the vase. Yeah. I, um, and and when do you get, when do you get flowers? Times when you're busy. Yeah, you you do. Your birthday. Too busy for this, baby. Too busy for this. Yeah. Just lost someone. Can't be bothered with it. Too sad for flowers. Why don't they just send them in a vase? Hey, there's flowers that fit through your letterbox now. Yeah, I know. Good enough. They're really good. The best thing I ever send. Mm. Sorry, hello. <clears throat> the best thing I ever send, and I maybe. Like those flowers that fit the okay. Yeah. Maybe one of you girls would be lucky enough I to. My friend sent them recently. She wasn't well. My gran likes them. Oh, for goodness sakes. The Who thing. Send them to your gran. The thing that I like to send when somebody is um, bereaving or just had a baby. I've made myself laugh with the word bereaving. That's weird. That's ironic. <clears throat> I like to send um, muffins. Mm. But okay. They but, don't fit with a lot of boxes. No, you get a nice tin of muffins. Because everyone thinks, oh, delivery. Oh, it's going to be flowers. Oh, I flip. Hey, it's not flowers. It's a tin. It's a tin of muffins. This is the best thing ever. If I just had a baby, that would be great because you don't eat properly, do you? No, you don't. Exactly. When we first came home from the hospital with our first one. Yep. I ate a whole bag of, like, massive bag of crisps, yeah. and I said to Lee, God, what, what a flipping pig I am. He went, yeah. yeah, we've not eaten anything all day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh. So muffins when you have a baby. But bereaving, yeah. I don't know whether I'd want a muffin. Oh, I miss, I miss Grandad. A lovely chocolate muffin makes me feel mm, so much better. Grandad who? You see? Oh, wait, four five nine four double five five double five. What would you like to receive if you've just had a baby or if you're bereaving? Now, you sent uh, a very interesting link yesterday. Yeah. Of um, 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 an old man mm. talking, being embarrassing. Now it's not just any old man. Have a listen. Have you heard this, Kelly? Yes. This is right, this is um, uh, Paul McCartney talking. And if it doesn't make every single one of your organs shrink, there's something wrong with you. Now the part of this is lost in just the audio because he's doing this weird kind of hand gesture, and he looks absolutely ancient now. Mm. But he said, "Listen to him. He can barely speak." Hey, hi there, Paul speaking. Listen, I need your help. All I want you to do is just log in on pledge.meetfreemondays.com and pledge your support to the idea of Meet Free Mondays. All you need to do, I need your help. Please do it. We'll send all these pledges to the politicians and then they'll do something about it. So I need your help. Please just log in, pledge.meetfreemondays, or one word, dot com. Pledge.com. Meatfreemondays.com. Pledge.meatfreemondays.com. Pledge.meatfreemondays.com. You can do it right now, please. Oh, 
Oh, Dad. I mean, uh, it's just there's so many. Oh, it's Dad. It's just wrong on so many levels, isn't it? What do you do that for? I love it. I mean, and I love. Listen, as you know, I, I am a huge Paul McCartney fan. I think he is wonderful. I think he is 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 Britain's greatest songwriter. Well, he's in the top five. You uh, can do it right now, please. Yeah, he does that weird kind of uh, Rasta Mouse voice. You can do it right now, please. Cool, though, isn't he? He's funny, though, because the boys do the Rasta Mouse voice. So my boys walk around doing this. You can do it right now, please. Not those words. They're talking about cheese and solving crimes. But is that acceptable to do a Rasta Mouse voice now? I think it's if, as long as it's Rasta Mouse. Uh, Paul McCartney really is... Um, it's, I'm uh... embarrassed, but I still love him. Kels, could I have a cough, please? No, a cup of coffee, please. Oh, sorry. I went Ask on. me when. Um, when? You can do it right now, please. That would never <laughs> be my answer. Sorry? I'd say, yeah, sure. Could I have a cup of coffee, please? Yeah, sure. When? Uh, you can do it right now, please. <laughs> oh, man. And this is, this is him falling down a hole. You can do it right now, please. Paul, do you want... Paul, you're stuck in the hole. When do you want us to lower the rope and rescue you? You can do it right now, please. <laughs> oh, Paul. What you got in the papers, Kath? Um, oh, nothing. Should we play a song? <laughs> I've just delivered about... I'm trying to think of other applications for Paul McCartney. Paul, Paul! Paul, should what? we sing Hey Jude? When do we do it? When, 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 oh. Paul, when do you want us to get you out of that cave? You can do it right now, please. Ooga chaka, ooga, You can do it right now, please. What on earth is going on this morning? Hey, Paul McCartney, when can I look to the camera, do a wry smile and stick both thumbs up? You can do it right now, please. Adele's in Bushy. Good morning, Adele. Oh, hi, hi Liam. It's a, good morning. I've been called you the wrong name. No, it don't matter. I've been called worse. <laughs> what would you like to say? Um, yeah, well, what, what you just said, it, it happened to me. I mean, many years ago, in the 1970s, um, I was almost raped. It was, a, it was a Christmas party. I went in... in Adele, I'm really sorry to interrupt at this uh, d- delicate moment of the story, and I appreciate you calling in. Just to get the maximum from it, is, I think your radio's on in the background. Oh, no, I've shut the door. Is that all right? OK, all right, sorry to interrupt. So g- g- carry on. OK, is that better? Yeah, that's, it just, we'll all get a bit confused, because there's a slight delay, but go on. Sorry. OK, um, yeah, there was an office party, Christmas party. I went in to get my coat, um, you know, from all the noise, there was all the noise, and this man followed me in, and I... I'll never forget it. I would never forget it. He was on top of me. I could not get him off. He was so strong. Luckily, another girl came in afterwards to get her coat, and he jumped up, and I ran out. The next day I came in, I spoke to my manager. I told him what happened, and he was completely sympathetic, and he said, oh, yes, it happened to her afterwards. But she was, she was quite big, and she apparently pushed him off, and she got him off. I, I was only four foot ten. I was tiny. Still am. <laughs> um... Anyway, but, but we did nothing. I did nothing. I did not tell the director. I didn't go to the management. I thought I would get in trouble. It just wasn't done in those days. And I so regret it now, so regret it. And all this with Dave Lee Travis, Jimmy Savile, it's just bringing it all back. And I'm really, I really, you know, would love to, to get the man now. Mm. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't even remember his surname, actually. Um, and... No, that's my story. People I can, just didn't go and, and say anything because we thought we'd be the troublemakers. I can hear uh, you sounding very anxious. 
and breathless as you're telling... I don't know if it's just because you're nervous being on the radio or if it's the recollection of the story, but... I don't know, a bit of both, probably. Well, possibly. Can I ask, Adele, how old were you at the time when this happened? I would have been about 19. Okay, so uh, uh, still a young girl, really. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this guy, I'm assuming, was was older than you. Oh, yeah, yeah. He would have been, I think, in his about mid-30s. Um, and you I, knew him? You, work, you Did you I, work with him? He was in a different department, but right. we knew him. And I, I saw him after that. I would never talk to him. I never spoke to him or anything. But he would breathe in, breathe for high, wave, as if nothing had happened. And I just... I, I mean, you just didn't do anything in those days. It, it was like... I, I don't know if it was a bully society. I don't know. But my, my fiancé at the time, boyfriend, um, you know, he wanted to come up and I wouldn't even tell him his name because I thought... He wanted he, to clobber him. Well, <laughs> I don't know what he wanted to do. But, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, because again, I thought, no, no, I'll get the sack, I'll get in trouble, you can't do anything. You can't but you're anything. saying, I'm, I'm, I'm almost about to, to play that game where we kind of have different levels of, of you know, sexual offence and I don't know if that's, that's fair, but you, you were almost, you were almost raped. Well, he had, yeah. I mean, if, I if, he, if he hadn't been go. interrupted, it could have gone that far. Yeah, I really, I really thought it was. I, he had, he had me pinned on the floor. He had my, he. I remember he had my arms over my, my arms over my head, and he was, he pinned me with one hand. He was that strong, and he was using the other hand. You can imagine what he was using that for. Mm. Um, it was, it was terrifying. I was terrified, and and I knew all my friends were outside the door, and I was screaming and yelling, and no one could hear because all the disco music was going. It was just awful. He was he was drunk. I will say he was very drunk. Not an excuse, though, is it? No, 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 no. no not, I'm certainly not making an excuse. And you me. told your you, sorry, you told your boss, yeah. your immediate boss. Yeah. Was that a bloke? Yeah. And what was his reaction? He said, "Oh yes, it happened to." Uh, well, I won't mention that. No, well, I don't know her surname anyway. Yeah. Um, it happened to blah blah. She came in because I said she'd come in. Yes, yes, he attacked her, but apparently I, I think she punched him. And right. And he, your boss didn't say, you know, uh, do you want to take this any further? Do you want to go to the police? Do you want to go to the CEO? There was none of that. It was just, oh, it was a bit of office gossip. No, no, I probably said, I I, I can't actually remember that. I remember him saying that to me. But I can't remember the details after that. But I knew, I knew that I couldn't report it. Why? Because I thought I'd get the sack. I thought I'd be seen as a troublemaker. I didn't think they'd believe me. Even though I hadn't... I didn't know if the other girl, she was in another department. Mm. I never spoke to her about it, either. And this was in the 70s? Yeah, yeah. Do you... Do you, th- do you think, or do you know, or do you... Uh, th- th- have things changed significantly since then for, for women in a similar position? Oh, I would hope so. Well, first of all, I don't think... I hope that that would never happen to another, another girl. I hope, you know, that was just... Um, I mean, I cope with it well, actually, I have to say. It's yeah. not affected me, I don't think. Except it's made me very, very angry now. Well, I was about to say, you say it's not affected you, but you, you yeah. just said that with the whole um, Jimmy yeah. Savile and the Dave Lee Travis, that it's, it's kind of... Yeah. What, what, what is it... stirred it, it up, it stirred it up. Yeah, what is it you're feeling when you read about Dave Lee Travis? Oh, well, I just think... Definitely, I mean, I, I, without doubt, as soon as I heard it, I thought, oh, yeah, he... No, you shouldn't think that. No, I wasn't in the jury or anything. But you, do, you know. Do you feel? Do you feel uh, angry, resentful, upset? What with 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 what? With well, as you're reading this story in the papers now, and it's stirring up what happened to you 35 I, years ago. I just said to my husband. Someone said, uh, "Do you have sympathy for him?" And no, I haven't got sympathy for him because he knew what he did, and uh, he should have put his hands up when he was arrested. And he chose to 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 fight it all. 
Um, and do I feel... Sorry, what was your question? <laughs> well, did you, just reading about it, and it, it, it's stirring up the feelings from the past. How, how are you feeling? How are you feeling right now? Well, I feel angry with the guy that attacked me, obviously. Mm. But, no, I think these, these fellas... I think it's brilliant that, that they're, they're getting that. And all this rubbish about women are doing it for money. What, what money are they going to get? I don't get that. You know, I, I, I think that's rubbish. If, if I could go to court now and name that man and get him in court, I would so do it, so do it, without batting an eyelid. I mean, I only recently told my children, actually. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not something you... I didn't no. go around... You didn't even go around talking about it. I didn't tell my parents. I told my fiancé. Um, Adele, I really appreciate you uh, sharing that story with us this morning. It's certainly a lot to think about, so thank you very much. That's OK. Sad news this week, guys. Mm. Really sad news. No, not the news that JVS's um, dog tried to eat a whoopsie. More on that and non. But the fact that Jason Orange has left Take Us That Us. <laughs> there was um, not much people phoning in to say they felt bad about it. Too gutted. They were too gutted. You probably wouldn't like them because they've got a contract. No, I don't hate their contract. Well, this is what we discussed on the show. They had three in the family. That's a magic number. Three, significant because uh, one of your children is now three. Yeah. And take that, is now three, Justin. I know, very, very sad. Very sad. Indeed. I broke the news to you this morning in perhaps a slightly insensitive, jokey way. Mm, mm. Um, and boy, oh boy, did I realise almost immediately that was a mistake. Justin took it quite hard. Yeah, Justin, just, uh, Justin took it hard this morning. Yeah, I took it very hard. I'm in, in St Albans, home of a big tour. Um, before we talk about are you, Jason, take, are you taking it hard in uh, St Albans? Yes, a lot of people are taking it very, very hard in St Albans. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. great. Are you breaking it gently though? Um, yeah, kind of. I have to say, I didn't go down the route that uh, Ian went down this morning and no. just, you know, belted out the news. Oh, mate, I've... just watching you take it hard this morning, I mean, it really was an eye-opener. Yeah, absolutely. Um, boss, whilst I'm here in St Albans, yes. would you like some facts? <laughs> St Albans, of course, home of the... Big Tour. Big Tour. Okay, Big Tour facts coming up. St Albans gave the world... <laughs> A great time, mate. I'm loving it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. St Albans gave the world yep. the zombies. Fantastic. What, the, the, the Walking Dead? No, not the Walking Dead. The second best group of the 1960s. Oh, number one, the Beatles. The, the monkeys. Two, the zombies. Yes. Yeah, no. She's not there. Yeah. Well, let me tell you about the way she looks. The way she acted. The colour of her hair. Yeah. Uh, so soft and smooth. But she's not there. What's she on? Great, great track. And also, very yes. quickly, some educational facts for you. Oh. Ali G. Oh, Ali G. Um, went yeah. to school in St Albans. Yeah. Oh, so did Paul, the fat one from S Club 7. <laughs> and also, this is going to blow your mind. OK, mate. Stephen Hawking, OK, yeah. educated at yeah. St Albans School. There you go. How about Can I just pick you up on something? Paul yeah. was not the fat one. He was the fit one. No. He was the fat one. We're talking catamole, aren't we? He grew um, dreads. He's very, very no, attractive. No, no, that one. was Bradley. No, Paul grew, grew, Paul grew dreads. Did he? I was once in a lift with Bradley going from the ground floor to the second floor. Not oh. a long uh, journey. He fell asleep. That's a true story. Well, really? those lifts are very soothing. <sighs> he fell asleep. I quite like Bradley. I thought he was... Uh, they were worked very hard. He was, he was an underestimated R&B star. 
stuck in a, a poor pop group. Shut up, man. S Club are awesome. Mm. Anyway, 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 mm. we go to the, those, those are the facts. Mm. Let's get back. This morning, as, as we, we've said, uh, you came into the office... And, and Catherine and I, we, we just saw you double over and take it hard. And yep. now you have, um, you're breaking it gently to mm-hmm. people in St Albans. Yep, what? I was uh, <laughs> bent over in agony this morning about the news. Yep. Um, yes. So Jason Orange has left take that. It's on the front page of some of the newspapers this morning. Um, I'm here in St Albans. I have been uh, breaking it gently to the people here. Yeah. And, uh, Ian, here's what happened. Larry, you've um, come out the newspaper shop. You've, you've heard the news about Jason. Can yes. you uh, give us your reaction, please? Um, well, I can't imagine that something like this would happen at this stage of my life, really. You know, um, it could be life-changing, really. Yeah. Um, it's was a shock to everyone, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, um, I'm going to get myself to work today. I really don't know, but I'll yeah. make the best I can anyway. But all okay. the best. Just lastly, is, is this a bigger shock than when Robbie left in the 90s? It's hard to say, really. Um... I think it could be about par for the course, really. Something like that, yeah, definitely. Okay, just keep believing. I think they're going to carry on. Thanks for your time. It's okay, not the end. Right. Take care. Thank you. Hey, Jill. Come on, how are you feeling about the news? Gutted. Um, I've followed Take That for a long time. Seen them about three or four times in concert and, uh, yeah, a bit shocked. So it's sad news, sad times. Hope they still carry on. Oh, your face is, is deteriorating <laughs> during this conversation. <laughs> Have you cried about this? No, no, I'm not. Um, I've gone past that stage. Probably my daughter will, because she's a fan as well. So yeah. she might be gutted. She cried the first time round. So what was Robbie? Yeah. yeah. So not not much Robbie, but when they actually split up. Yeah. So. Um, so the news yeah. is going to hit you and your family hard. Yeah, yeah. It's sad times. Very sad. Thank you very much indeed. Okay, Hopefully you. you can get through today. Take care. Thank you. Bye. So, like everyone this morning, um, waking up to the news that that Jason. Is quitting take that? How does it make you feel? Oh, surprise. Surprise. Yeah. So, Shock, isn't it? Yeah, so what can you do about it? Uh, not, no. not really. <laughs> That's right, it goes sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, thank you very much. Oh dear, that gentleman at the end, he took it hard, didn't he? It's not a lot. You, what can you do about it? A lot it? of bravery on the streets of St Albans this morning. Yeah, just. a lot of bravery in saying that um, you are going to hear some more after 7.30. Somebody does get um, very emotional. Well, you expect bravery from a town that educated not only Stephen Hawking, but um, the sixth member of uh, S Club 7. Yeah. yeah, the fat one. Now, you're thinking, did I hear right a couple of minutes ago? Did, it, did he mention something about Jonathan Vernon Smith's dog and a whoopsie? Yes, I did. And here's the dirty story in all its filthy glory. I... Very rarely, Catherine, doing this job, very rarely, I don't get shocked anymore. Very rarely. Every now and then we'll get a call from someone. It's a story that's so heartfelt, so touching, so personal and unique. Kind of takes your breath away. Yeah. Just catches you right there. Jonathan Vernon-Smith has... I don't know what you're laughing for. I don't know what kind of deviant hellhole you're living in. He has just told me something that has has shocked me, disgusted me. Moved. It's horrible. Would you like to yeah. tell Do Catherine share. and the listener? Well, my my uh, my puppy's been a bit of a devil twice this morning. Oh dear! First of all, I was standing out there in the cold and the dark. Yeah. You know, waiting for her to have a good old run around in the garden. I realised I was there alone. She'd gone back in the house to bed. <laughs> I mean, quite how long I was standing out there in the garden. That's not the shocking bit. And by the way, if you've got a seven-year-old in the car, they're going to love this. 
Um, so anyway, I, I, I left her in her bed. I went out of my shower, came downstairs, and uh, the cat had used his litter tray. So, of course, I went to clean his litter tray. So I'm in there, and uh, and before I could do anything, she leapt in his litter tray and she ate his whoopsie. <laughs> so then what did you do? I tried to get it out. <laughs> Of he's, mouth. Yeah, he's You're fighting. The... He's <laughs> fighting a dog for a stool. There's <laughs> bits of it falling out all over the floor. It was disgusting. But the thing is, you know, I was trying to tell her off. Yeah. <laughs> trying to tell her, it's like Mr. Bean in my house at the moment. I'm trying to tell her off. She wasn't getting it. She thought it was hilarious. Her little tails wagging. No problem. <laughs> yeah. dogs co- but the one thing that worries me is dogs copy their owner's behaviour, don't they? <laughs> So, you can save money on food if you just let. No, <laughs> I don't think I'll be letting her do you that. Gonna, again. You're gonna, you're uh, gonna have it put oh. down. No, I'm not. Oh. But oh. unfortunately, it is quite a common problem with. Uh, well, one of my friends has a black Labrador, and her her dog ate about ten kilos okay. of horse manure. Okay, this really is. Uh, this might be the kind of stuff that that sits well <laughs> on your show, Jonathan. But I, I'll be honest, we, uh, you, we've got standards well, here. Now I've moved to the country; these kinds of things happen. <sighs> Absolutely disgusting. Didn't get this in the city. Just, just tell us what's on your show quickly and, and, and get out. Mark's in Milton Keynes. Good morning, Mark. Morning. What would you like to say, sir? Uh, Christmas is coming. La 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 la. What? Uh, uh, Mm? What's that? It's our Christmas song. Yours. Well, it's your well, Christmas song, Mark. I don't it's know. yours. It's yours, guys. No, 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 no. It's not. Not my. Christmas. I think that sounds like a remix, a legal remix. With the news, with the news that that orange chap has left, take yeah. that. We might be going to war. I think everyone could do right. a bit of cheering up with the Christmas. Just song. sing your Christmas song again, Mark. Christmas is coming. La 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 la. Right. Okay. Well, you're singing the Coca-Cola theme. <laughs> My, mine and Kelly Beck's Christmas song, which you had no part in writing, goes like this. Christmas time, la 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 la. Christmas time, la 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 la. Christmas time, la 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 la. Just the men. Christmas time, la 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 la. Now the ladies. Christmas time, la la la. Just Kelly. Christmas time, la 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 la. Just Catherine. Oh, for goodness sakes, mate. Well, Party. Humbug, Catherine. What a Scrooge. Mark, listen, I thought we established last year that you get, you, you've get you got no writing credit on this song. <laughs> you must make notes about the callers. I, I think I do have some rights. Well, uh, well, well, well how, OK, re-establish your claim, please, because me, I wrote the, the initial song. Kelly made it a whole lot better. Thanks for that, girls. Welcome. So that's the, uh, the Lee Betts writing team. How does Mark get involved? Promotion and management. Well, you couldn't even remember the words. And we haven't, we haven't spoken to you for nine months. Where's the management well, contact I there? Ring, I do ring Jonathan a lot, to be fair. Well, are you managing Jonathan or are you managing, managing me and Kelly? This is how Scylla felt. Exactly. I have worked with agents who, who are worse than this, actually, yeah. but still. Between the three of you, come on. You've got two producers in there. Don't, don't bring me into this. Come I've got on, nothing guys. to do with this song. I'm opting yeah. out. Do you know what, Mark? I'm, I'm, Mark, I'm I'm, ve- I'm yay close, and I need to speak with K- to Kelly about this privately. I am yay close to uh, sacking you off as our manager. No, don't do that. Hang it's, on, it's Mark. Mark. Too many, too many people leaving bands already today. Come on, guys. It's true. It'd Bring be, it'd be very sad. Mark, Thank just you. do you have any talent? Like maybe you could be in a video. Can you juggle? I I can't juggle. No. Uh, what use could you be to us? I'm quite pretty. Can we oh, mop okay. jelly off you? Oh. Well, uh, yeah. He's missed a 15%, and he ain't done nothing for his 15%. Well, 
And I haven't even got... I, I'm not... Contract. Mark, listen, all right, OK. All right, uh, Kelly, tell me if you agree with this, Mark. I give you um, four more months as our manager... And if we don't, if, it, if the song doesn't make it this year, then we really will have to think long and hard about whether we want to keep you or not. I'll take that done. Okay, thank you very nice much. Nice take indeed. that pun there as yeah, well. That's good. I mean, as managers go, I've, I have had worse, worse agents. I do like his cheek, though. That kind of brass. He's got chutzpah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got. He's like um, shallot. If I was in your band, I'd be. Um, You'd be asked to leave. Sacked. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Kelly. Do you fancy a rehearsal, Kels? Yes, please. Oh. <coughs> Stop this. It's not even... Christmas time. La, 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 la. It's Christmas time. La, 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 la. It's Christmas time. La, 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 la. I wonder if that Christmas offer of joining time. Atomic Kitten still stands. La, 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 la. It's Christmas I don't think Kerry's up for it anymore. La, 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 la. Send an email. It's Christmas time. There we go. La, 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 la. Dear Kittens, you know I said I didn't have time because I was producing an award-winning breakfast show. Turns out I may have a window. Perhaps I could make you whole again. Yeah, I like that. Love, Christmas time. Beautiful. We didn't even really need to rehearse. Nice one. Cut it down. What do you reckon, Kath? Uh, yeah. We record these links on a Thursday, so I've got no idea if there's anything in Friday's show good enough to include. So the podcast may end here, or you may get to hear this bit from Friday's show. On the subject of prostitutes, Yes. Andy says on Twitter, Prostitutes have always been in Hightown. Simple answer, don't live there. Oh, move out and allow them to take over. Yeah, well, if, uh, have they always been there? I mean, it's, it's interesting. And Kenny Redbourne gives us a personal anecdote about a prostitute. I hope it's charming. Well, I, yeah, it's odd. About 20 years ago, I took my father on a trip to see the places he fought in World War II. He was about 70. In a Berlin underground station, I left him for five minutes to ask directions. When I came back, he was being propositioned by a woman who must have been at least 80. Wow. Old prostitutes. Hard Old worker. German prostitutes. A hard worker. Well, you've got to work past your pension these days. Uh, Ethelbert's on the line. All right. Yeah, I'm still here. Well, you, you sound surprised. I am surprised because uh, I like the, 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 the video. It used to be on television years ago. It was in black and white then. Which video is that? Of a prostitute? No, no, no. Uh, it's nothing to do with uh, Grizzly Adams. Uh, that track, I'm interested in the theme music. The theme tune know. to Grizzly Adams that we just played earlier? Yeah, that's you right. Mean, you mean uh, this? That's the one. The theme tune to Grizzly Adams. It's the theme tune to The Littlest Hobo, but... It does tell the story of Grizzly Adams, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. The, the theme tune to... The... Hello? Ah, I'm still here. Good. No, I'm surprised now. Uh, yeah. what, t- tell me what memories this theme tune to The Littlest Hobo, which you think is the theme tune to Grizzly Adams, actually brings back for you. Well, I couldn't say it's, it's but uh, I just liked it because it reminds me of uh, wildlife films that I sometimes watch and um, yeah. and uh, and Grizzly Adams. Yeah, Grizzly Adams was the fella who lived who lived with a beard with a beard with a bear. And That's a beard. right, a beer and a beard. He had a beer and a bed. No, hang That's on. That's right. He had a bird and a beer. No, hang on a second. Yeah. He had a beard and a bear. Yes. That's nuts, isn't it? That's right. That's and this Grizzly theme Adams, tune, which it? isn't to that, reminds you of that. Yes. Beautiful. It's the littlest hobo theme. So it's just called um, Maybe Tomorrow, is it? Yeah. Okay. 
It's called it's called the littlest hobo theme. The littlest hobo team. The what? Is it the littlest hobo team? Hobo theme. Yeah. Okay. And it's the it's the theme tune to Grizzly Adams. Thank you very much. Thank you so You're much, Ethelbert. Thank you, mate. Have a nice weekend. Okay. Bye. Bye. God bless. If you hear a whisper, oh. give us a shout. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Okay. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. shout. Okay, that's if enough. you hear a whisper, oh. guess give us us a shout. Give us a shout. Whisper. Give us a shout. Hi, I'm Simon. I'm a saxophonist. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. If you hear a whisper. Give us a shout. Stop if it. you hear a whisper, give us a shout. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Word if up. you hear a whisper, give us a shout. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Oh. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. If you hear a whisper, all right. Just give us us a shout. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. <laughs> if you hear a whisper, please come on now. Give us a shout. If you hear Respect. a whisper, give. Us a shout. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Wag one. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. That, my friends, is a little yes. taster of what I have to deal with. Podcast whether you like it or respect. Can I, can I clip that and just replay? You can Baby, do something with it. Okay. I've just worked out something as well about how the cart wall works. No There's way. two different sides to it. Yeah. So that's how I can fire one off and another. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. Wag one. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. There are some magical people in the three counties, aren't there? And Catherine Boyle isn't one of them. What a grumpy bum she is this morning. It's awful. It's rubbish. Justin? means nothing. She's dissing your work, mate. She's saying that you can't do your job and you should be fired. I'm not. And your dog, uh, uh, Bentley, should go hungry. Boss, I've got to be honest with you, that that was just absolutely fantastic. Oh. I am loving your work this morning. And I am loving your work what every morning. What a bunch morning. of butt kisses we are surrounded with. You? I'm the only one who's keeping it real. Oh, I'm keeping it real, our kid. I'm dead mardy like. I'm dead mardy. I've got a mardy. I'm so mardy. Proper manga mardy. It's bobbins. That's bobbins, that. Ah, it's bobbins. What's, where's the woodbine come from? <laughs> You've always got a cheeky little cheroot on the go. Ah, it's bobbins, that. Ay-ya. You wait. What for? Well, we're going you to... You should Sol- cheer up, but you're waiting a long time. Yeah, we're, hey? going, we're going to Salford soon. We'll be on my turf then. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Hey, hey lads, is that, is that Southern Ponce I was telling you about? Give them a good going over, get, Salford style. I'm going to get me aunties round. I'm going to get me aunties. <laughs> hey, aunties, is that Southern Ponce I was telling you about? Give them a good going over, Salford style. I'll be back in an hour. Ay-ya. Just? Oh, you're an animal. <laughs> but I'm going on a course after this, so there's probably not going to be a show on Friday. We're going on a course for and how to produce. It's about time. Wow. <laughs> she didn't high-five me. Oh, no. I didn't... I'm next uh, to her very closely, yeah. and she could hit me. And it was unfair. But accurate. But unfair, though. Unfairly accurate? No. Accurately unfair? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Thanks, Kath. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. It really does mean a lot. Oh, wait, have you done all the links? Yep. What, everything? Yeah. So I have to <laughs> go back and edit. I have to go back and edit it. Somehow. Somehow, yes. 
But how will I? You'll know. It might not oh, make no. sense for me when I put it all. Have in. we just read your script? Oh, My script. Good. As long as you stuck to the script. Yep. Didn't do any ad-libbing. Didn't do any once. Or any of my voices. No, no. Didn't do any of your voices. By the way, a new thing we're starting for the podcast, If uh, all we're charging listeners a pound per podcast. So uh, the way it works is, if you could send a pound to Ian Lee at BBC Three Counties Radio, that'll be ace. In money, not... Um, checks. Oh yeah, and money, uh, not checks. And not a weight. You don't want a pound of flour. We want a deposit, a monetary deposit. Thanks for listening. Bye! Thanks for listening to this free download from BBC Three Counties Radio, your local radio station for beds, hearts and bucks, on FM, AM, digital radio and online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. 